Welcome to Christ Global Gospel Television Network. Christ in me, the hope of glory. We walk by faith, not by sight. Supernatural Gospel of Jesus Christ. Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship with God. Hello everyone, welcome to Christ Global Gospel. This is Pastor Esther Birungi. Thank you so much for joining us today. I praise God for you. I honor Him and I adore Him for your lives. Thank you again for joining us during this uh, the seg second segment. Actually, we had the first segment, which was worship. We normally have uh, you know worship segment prior to you know the second segment, which is teachings. Um, yeah, so it, it was an amazing one. I hope I I I, I trust you joined us. If you did not, you can go and check it later and just refresh yourself but I don't really advise to do it prior to the message then you'll be able to observe anything I don't know not I wouldn't say I don't know most of the time when when you spend a lot of time in the presence of you know communing in in a place of worship and and intercession you opens your spirit you you edify yourself that's why even the word of God says when you speak in tongues you edify yourself you're speaking directly to the father but you also edify yourself meaning that your heart will be open to receive and to observe everything that the father has for you because remember your heart is a ground where when the word of God comes if it's a it's, it's a good if it's a good, good ground meaning that everything is moved it removed hindrances that can hinder the word you know hindrances can be things like doubt unbelief you know things small things you know the enemy can use to hinder the word that God is sending for you you know so when you spend your time in the place of prayer worshiping the father you know speaking in tongues and things like that you edify yourself and when the words come the word of God comes there will not be any hindrance or anything to stop that word meaning that you will receive it and it will have a greater effect in your life impact or should I say in your life and it will bear much greater fruit in your life because remember you know you the scripture says some 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 seed fell on the ground some some fell on the sideway sideway when you don't understand the word but when you when you, you spend time in the place of prayer a person will say, your understanding get sharpens as well you 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 hear so clearly from the father you also understand remember understand comes from the spirit of revelation, re revelation. He fills us with the knowledge of His will through wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives. So the Holy Spirit gives you understanding. So meaning that when you spend time in the place of prayer, your understanding you it, it opens up. You become sharper in understanding and in hearing Him. And also revelation also is what gives you the understanding. That is also another spirit, the spirit of revelation. All right, so those are gifts from the Father, actually. So you get sharper understanding, sharper revelation, and uh, as the word comes, I may be even speaking of something, and the Holy Spirit will begin to open other realms of certain other things He may have communicated with you in the past. So, it, it, you know, worship and prayer helps you to to get into that place where you hear from the father so clearly so clearly um that's at least my experience you know sometimes you will see me even preaching here i will hear from the father i will thank him and i'll continue to move that's because you know you spend a lot of time in a place of prayer and your spirit is your antenna becomes really sharp to hear the father to capture what he is, he is saying to you all right so let's go ahead and just jump right away into today's message and today's actually uh subject or should i say theme it is a very exciting one it is you know um 
if I can get into my thing quickly. All right. Today, today's theme is we've been made alive in Christ. So I'm just going to call it alive in Christ, alive in Christ. But you can say we've been made alive in Christ Jesus. You are, you've, you've been made alive. Your spirit is alive. You have the spirit of, actually, you have the spirit of life himself that is in you, which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of life. Glory to Jesus Christ. So the day you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit came to live in you. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit came to live inside you. All right. And he made you alive in Christ Jesus. All right. He made you alive in Christ Jesus. I, I feel, I feel like praying. You know, I feel like praying. Let's go ahead and pray. I know we already prayed, but let's just go ahead and pray for the word. Father, I bless you. I honor you. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your grace. The grace you've given me, Lord, to come and share your word. Father, I pray, Daddy. Help me to release your word in, with accuracy, with boldness, and by your spirit, King of glory. Father, I pray, let your word go out. And change the lives of your children. Let it build them up so they can possess their inheritance. As your word says. That your word is able to build us up and give us our inheritance. I thank you King of Glory because I know everyone who, has, who, who is listening to this message today. Father they will not remain the same as they listen to this word. Because your word also said your word came and delivered them. Your word came and it healed them. Those who came with, with happiness they will return liberated. Those who came with sickness they will be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. The name that is above every name. For you are the spirit of life. You give life. You came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Father, I thank you for touching your children today, for healing them, for liberating them, for blessing them, for strengthening them, for equipping them to become that which you've called them to be. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Glory to Jesus. As I said, we are speaking of you know, be, we've been made alive in Christ to Jesus. And the theme is alive in Christ. Alive in Christ to Jesus. We've been made alive in Christ to Jesus. So if you have your Bible, please go ahead and pull it up. And we're going we're gonna to read uh, from John 10, 10. All right. So John 10, 10, it says, the, th the, thief, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come. That they may have life and have it more and have it to the full. Another scripture says have it more abundantly. Right? It says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come, this is Jesus speaking. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. To the full. Now there is something I want to make sure that we grasp here is this when i'm speaking about life it's just not it's just because you are breathing no 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 there are things that 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 that, that, is, that like like sickness sickness is not life sickness is 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 a way to death sickness is not of christ right so he came that you may have life to the full meaning that you enjoy your life in a wholeness Full, full, 
to the fullness. That's what Jesus Christ, that's one of the reasons he also came. That was not the, you know, the only reason he came. He came to reconcile us to the Father. Where there is no sickness, there is no worry, there is none of those things, no pain. Yes, that's what Jesus Christ came to do. He came to give us, to give us life to the full. Where you can enjoy it, enjoy and in peace. You can enjoy, you can enjoy health. All right. So that's the opening of the scripture we had. He said, I have, I came. I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. And when I say life, again, when I say life, it's not just, you know, the, the breathing. No, 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 no. It goes deeper than that. It goes deeper than that. Eternal life. The life of Christ. You know. So meaning that anything that is not of, of life has no place in you. Like sickness has no place in you. Because that does not bring life. It brings death. Sin has no place in you. Because sin entered, which brought death. Sin has no longer power over you. Because you've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I believe last week we spoke about the righteousness. You know. Our nature as the righteous one of God in Christ Jesus. If you did not listen to that message, I'll advise you to go and do that because that, that empowers you. That actually it is one of the teachings that will help you to mature in Christ Jesus. It is actually one of the greatest teachings, honestly, that will help you to mature in Christ Jesus and possess your inheritance. Because a lot of time the enemy tries to come with things, you know, try to slap you with condemnation, slap you with guilt. When you are when you are under those things, slap you with shame, condemnation, guilt. When you are under those things, it is impossible for you to receive from the Father. Those things are hindrances that will block you from, from fully living the, the life of freedom that God has given us. You know, there was a day when I was watching this this young this lady. It's not a young lady. This lady who is a, is a daughter of one of the greatest men of God that I know. You know, and I was looking at her and, and I and 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 again God gave me a gift of seeing. I can see. Right? I'm able to talk to people. That's a gift. You know, and I'm so grateful for that. So I was I was, I was watching that lady speak. And I saw something great in her. I saw something great in her, and I said, Daddy. What's happening? But she couldn't receive it. She allowed she 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 couldn't receive that which that that which she could have become. She she's a she's a. You, you, I've observed her at least. She's someone who's like hmm, she has that 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 force in her that we we as children of God God has given us many gifts. There are certain gifts that has force. It, it, it's, it's the gift of faith. It's, it's a prophetic. It is a prophetic gift that, that when it moves, it is the force that is coming only from the Father. Other places, just that force is pulling you and it is breaking any hindrances. All right. So I saw that in her, but she doesn't operate in it. She's not really operating in it. In my heart, I'm like, Daddy, it, ha it, has, it had everything to do with her receiving it 
It is in her. It is in her. But she had to receive it in order to operate in it. She had to no longer, thank you, Daddy. She had to cultivate it. She had to cultivate it. Not only just receive it, it's in her. You can see how she, she's trying to move in it sometimes, but she needs to cultivate it in order for it to mature, to grow. Hallelujah. To grow and fully begin to operate in her. So that day I was like, Daddy, she should, and, 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 and the, the Father spoke to me because I was praying for her. I saw it in her because I liked it. I, I love those gifts. You know, I operate in that gift as well. I loved it. I'm like, Daddy, what's happening with her? Like, I see it. The father told me it, was, it has to have everything to do with her. When that, if that desire gets stronger, she will move into it. All right. But you can see things like the, her past was the thing that was holding her back. The enemy uses those things like your past, shame, guilt, condemnation. But Christ has freed us from those things. Jesus freed us from shame, guilt, condemnation. Those things no longer have power over our lives. No more. For he has made us righteous in him. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Holy and blameless. When you establish those things in your heart, you begin to move in your gifting. You begin to move as, you begin to see yourself as Christ sees you. And when you see yourself as Christ sees you, then you will be able to possess all that, all that which God has for you. Glory to Jesus. That's why the, the teaching of righteousness is very, very, you know, understanding at least, you know, understanding that the, the teaching of righteousness is very important. Get familiar with that teaching to a point where you observe it in your spirit. All right. So we, we, I released that teaching yesterday. I mean, last week. You can go and listen to it over and over and over until it, you grasp it. You become one with it. That's one thing I normally say. Don't listen to the to a message just one time. You know, say, oh, I've listened to it. Now it's no, 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 no. Listen to it to a point where you become one with it. Where, where, when you know when you you know when you you become one with something is this. You every time anything that contradicts it comes that that word because it's fooling you. It comes out right away because the word of God says, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. So when that word has become fooling you. Your mouth will just what? When anything that contradicts that word comes, your mouth will open up. You will speak. No, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Holy and blameless. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So you listen to that word, listen over and over and over until, you know, you become one with it. And anything that contradicts it, because that's your nature in Christ Jesus. When God sees you now, he sees you as the righteousness of God. In Christ Jesus. He sees you as he sees Christ Jesus. Because Jesus Christ paid the, the price for every sin, every guilt, every condemnation, everything. Christ paid the, 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 the price. Now, another thing is this. This is another trick the enemy uses. You can say, don't go back to begin to repeat on that. Let it go and completely let it go. Even when he tried to bring it in your mind, refuse to accept it. Cast that thought down and continue to move. Because that's another trick he uses. Try to bring you back to that place. Refuse and continue to move. All right. Refuse by rejecting the thought and proclaiming who you are in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. But again, I was just summarizing what we left last week. So let's go ahead and move right away into today's message. We already read it, you know, John 20, I mean, John 10, 10. And let's go ahead and read Romans, Romans 5, 17. And he says, if 
For if by the, the, the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man. How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let me read this one more time. One more time. I, I, I love this scripture because for many reasons, I will not go into it because it might distract it from, from, from where, we're, where we're trying to go. All right, again, Romans 5, 17, it says, For if by, by the trespass of the one man, death reigned through that one man, through that one man, so if by the sin of one man, which was Adam and Eve, if by, by Adam, I would say Adam, not Eve, if by, by one man's trespass, because the, Adam was the one who disobeyed God, because the instruction was given to Adam, all right? Adam was the one whom God told not to, to, to do this, all right? So Eve was deceived, Adam disobeyed. Because he knew the truth. But Eve did not know actually the full truth. Based on his conversation with the serpent. But based on her conversation with the serpent. She was deceived. But Adam was not deceived. Adam disobeyed God. Alright. So it says. For if by the, by the trespass of the one man. Death arrayed through that one man. How much more. Will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life? Reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. So because of one man's trespass or transgression, Adam's sin, because of his disobedience to God, death reigned. But how much more? Will those who have received the abundant provision of grace, receiving the abundant provision of grace, meaning receiving Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, receiving the love of God and the gift of righteousness, and the so meaning that you received Jesus Christ, you received the grace, you received the love of God. And the gift of righteousness, glory to God. If by one man's offense, death reigned. If by one man's disobedience, death reigned. How much more will those who have received the abundant provision of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life? Reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. So if you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, death has no longer power over you. Because those through Adam, those who disobeyed God, death is reigning over them. But those who have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they are reigning in life because they've received the love of God and the gift of righteousness. They've received the abundant provision of grace. Meaning that when God sees you now, he sees Christ. He sees the finished work of the cross. He sees the blood of Jesus Christ.
the finished work of the cross. He sees the love of Christ for you and I. Where he gave up his life for you and I. So that we may have his life. Because Adam brought death. But Jesus brought life. He brought life. He sacrificed his own life because after Adam, prior to Jesus, you know, God had a covenant with whom? With, with, with Abraham. But there was a ceremony that they, they had to do every year in order to cleanse themselves, to purify themselves by sacrificing animals, animal every year to cleanse themselves. To purify themselves from sin. But they were under law. Alright. But Jesus Christ had to come. And died. A shameful death. Once and for all. He gave himself as a sacrifice. His blood was the sacrifice. Was a remittance. For anyone who, re who will, will receive his love. Because the act that he did was the act of love. Him giving him, himself for us was the act of love. Because the word of God says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. That whosoever will believe in him will not perish. But have. But what? Have eternal life. He came that we may have eternal life. Glory to Jesus. We'll get into, uh, we'll get to speak about eternal life after, you know, some of these teachings, which by the grace of God, this, that, that's actually one of my other favorite. But again, I think my whole, the whole message, <laughs> the whole message Christ has given me about our identity in Him about who he is and our identity in him, which is the message God has given me, is my favorite message. Because every time I talk about those things, I just love it. I love it. I, I, I will continue to say it is my favorite, it is my favorite, it is my favorite. I guess all the messages that I'm sharing here are my favorite because that's the message Christ has given me. All right. But let's go ahead and, um, if you have your Bible, let's go ahead and read Ephesians. Ephesians 2, we read from 1 to 9. And this one is where we have we are made alive in Christ Jesus. You know, this one speaks. You know, it it, it gives us even more in it, more clarity in depth as far as what what Christ gave us, the life we have in Christ Jesus. All right, let's go ahead and read this. It says, "As for you, you were dead in transgression and and sins, in which you used to live." When you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. Again, when I say disobedient, what do you know? Now, in the Old Testament, a man was disobedient. Of course, they, they disobeyed God. They did not hear God. It is still the same in the New Testament. When you say disobedient are those who have, 
yet to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Because God himself proclaimed, declared that Jesus Christ is my son. This is my beloved son in whom I am pleased. God himself spoke. He spoke about Jesus Christ when, he, when the, the Holy Spirit descended on him during his baptism. God himself declared Jesus to be his only son. All right. So those who have yet to receive Jesus Christ as, a, as their Lord and Savior, they are what? They are disobedient because they refuse to believe God. And they chose to believe the spirit of the world. Adam and Eve disobeyed God because he chose to believe the devil and Eve instead of believing what God told him not to do. So it is still the same pattern. All right. It is the same. It is still going in the same way where, where Adam did not believe God. Even those who are now have yet to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They refuse to believe God. Right? They refuse to leave God whom have declared Jesus Christ to be his son. Because the Holy Spirit descended on Christ and the heaven, a voice came from heaven saying, this is my son in whom I am pleased. So those who are saying Jesus Christ is not the son of God, they are being disobedient. They have refused to believe the voice of God and have chosen to believe the voice of the world or Satan. All right. So let's go ahead and read it again one more time. Uh, again, it says here, <clears throat> as I said, as for you, you were dead in transgression and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and the ruler of the kingdom of the air. The spirit, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All right? Who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time. All right? So at one time, you lived among them. You know, if you were a child of God now, there was a time when you did not know Christ. But now you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You know? It says, all of us also lived among them at one time. You know? Gratifying the craving of our flesh and following its desire and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. Like what? It says, let me, let me read that. It says, like the rest, we were by nature. Not only just even because what they, they sinned. No. By nature. Because they were born of the sinful nature from the what? From the first Adam. First Adam sinned against God. And what? Inherited a sinful nature. Now, because of that, mankind were born from a sinful nature. Right? So that nature, only that nature, that sinful nature made them slave to sin. They couldn't overcome sin. They were slave to sin. Alright? So it says, like the rest of we were by nature deserving of wrath. Deserving of wrath. But because of his grace, of, of his great love for us, God, who is rich.
which in mercy made us alive with Christ. Even when we were dead in transgression, it is by grace you have been saved. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So because you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are saved. You are, you are, you've been saved from that sinful nature. You no longer have a sinful nature. You know, there are times when you, you go to some religious church, you still hear them, you know, wretched like me, a sinner like me. No, you are no longer a sinner. You are now a child of God. No, don't go back. Paul said, do not entangle yourself from the things that God has already delivered you from. Because with your mouth, you shall be justified. With your mouth, you shall be condemned. Do not confess the things that, you know, don't call yourself a sinner when God has already moved you from the sinful nature and gave you his righteous nature. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, holy and blameless. You are holy. You are actually holy and blameless. I know this is a meat. meat. You know, it may be, you may try to say, what, me, holy? Someone, I cursed yesterday, yes. You are a child of God. You are holy. Now, you have to accept the new nature that you have now in order for that nature to begin to manifest in you. Because if you are still confessing yourself as a sinner, you will continue to live in that because your mouth is taking you there. Because you will follow your mouth. Remember, Jesus Christ, how did you receive Jesus Christ? With your heart. You believed with your mouth confession was made into salvation so if you are confessing you are a child of God then you are you said I've confessed I've received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior still calling yourself a sinner what are you doing even your own soul will be confused I'm not sure what I am right you said Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior now you are the righteous there is grace, of course. There is grace. That's why you see your, a life of one who have yet to come into the understanding of the teaching of righteousness. It is still back and forth. You know, you're still trying to say, am I even a Christian? I am trying. I am fighting sin. You see a child of God who is fighting sin like never. Why? Because they have yet to come to the, to the understanding of the true identity they have in Christ Jesus. They are still living in the old identity. Though they've been saved, but they are still living the old identity. Please make sure you listen to the to the to the to the to the teaching we had last week. I know it's gonna bless you because even even the word of God is says, put put on Christ, put on Christ because you've been made. You are now a child of God. Put on Christ. That's what the word of God says. Glory to Jesus. Where were we? Are we? Were we? We were on four, I believe, right? He says, but okay, but because of this great love for us, for his, because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy made us alive, made us alive with Christ, even when we were what? We were dead in transgression. It is by grace we have been saved. Glory to God. And he says, and God raised us up with Christ. And seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. We are what? In the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. 
We are seated in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. My brother and my sister, life is spiritual. That's something I'm going to tell you. Life is a spiritual in a mighty way. In a mighty way. I might not go, I might not go too deep into, into why I'm even saying life is spiritual. We are spirit beings. Men are spirit being. You are a spirit being in a what? In a body. Hallelujah. Now, because you've received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are now one with Christ Jesus. You are now one with Christ Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. We've been made one with Christ Jesus. I remember a couple years ago, you know, when... God began to call me and I was under attack in every way. I remember one time I was out of body. I experienced out of a, out of a body experience. You know, I was fasting in prayer for, 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 for over a month. You know, and it was this intense prayer and, and fasting, prayer and fasting, prayer and fasting. I remember one time I'm getting ready to go to work and laying down. I saw myself out and went and, and cut and rebuked things. And all of a sudden I woke up. I'm like, wait, what? We've been made one with Christ Jesus. I'm not going to go too deep into these things. At least not yet. All right. It says... We've been made one with Christ Jesus. As he is, so am I, are we in this world. As he is, so are we in this world. Alright. But, um, maybe I shouldn't go too deep into those areas yet. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's see here. It says, um, 6 and it says, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us in, seated us with him. In the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus. In order that in the coming age he may show the, 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 the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Of course everything that Jesus Christ did was the what? The love of God expressed towards us. Hallelujah. He says, for it is by grace you have been saved. Through faith, and it is not from yourself, it is the gift of God, not by work, so that no one can boast. Our salvation, it is by grace. Through also the gift of faith that we've received in Christ Jesus. The gift of faith. Glory to God. Therefore, we are now children of God. We are children of God. We've been set free from the law of sin and death. No more bondage for a child of God. We've been redeemed. We've been set free from the law of sin and death. Yes, we are now, we've been made alive in Christ Jesus. You are alive in Christ Jesus. Nothing of, of death in our path. No sickness, no disease, no infirmity. That's not of Christ. He took all of these things on the cross because the word of God says he bore our sicknesses and he carried our pain. By his stripes we were healed. Not only that, that's actually, thank you daddy, thank you father. That's actually, that's actually for the Jewish. That, 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 that scripture is actually normally 
for the Jewish people. Because we, as children of God, because remember, <clears throat> thank you, Daddy, the Jewish people had a relationship with God prior to Jesus Christ arriving. You know? Prior to the prior to you know prior to Jesus time, the Jewish people had a relationship with God through Abraham. You know, through Abraham. But they were also waiting for Jesus to come. They knew of the Messiah. Therefore, he says, by his stripes, they were healed. At that time, Christians were not born yet. Christians were not born yet when Jesus Christ was on the cross. On the cross. They were not Christian. There was not Christianity when Jesus Christ was on the cross. That was for the Jewish people. Because they had a relationship with God. The Gentiles at that time were not saved. They were not, there was not a Christianity. There was not life of Christ. Until Jesus Christ died, he carried every sin, every shame, every condom, everything on the cross. Then he rose from the dead. He rose and defeated death. Then Christianity was born. Christianity was born then. We were born then. We children of God, new creature, new creature actually. We are actually new creature, new creation. We are new, we may look like people you see on the street, but we are new creature. Because the child of God, the things that a child of God can do, not a, not a normal person can do. There are many things we as children of God are able, capable to do. As you read the word of God, whom we become in Christ to Jesus is incredible. Who we are in Christ to Jesus. We are new creature. We are new creation. Because the word of God says, if anyone is in Christ, is what? A new creature. All the things has passed away. That old nature, just like we read earlier here, it says what? We were also, it says, you know, like the rest, like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath, but by grace, but because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgression and it is by grace you have been saved, right? But now if you go a little further here says, therefore, in, in 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 5.17, alright? 2 Corinthians 5.17, it, it is actually giving you our identity, who we are in Christ Jesus, alright? Now, this uh, uh, Ephesians, is, we are just speaking of the life we've received in Christ Jesus. It is not, we are not getting, getting deep into as far as our nature is concerned. Alright, Ephesians is actually just explaining to us that we've been saved. We now, we've been made alive. You know, we are alive in Christ Jesus. We have the life of God in us. No more death. Hallelujah. No more death. Death has no more power over us. Sin has no more power over us. We've been what? We, 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 we've been, we, 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 are, we, are, we have been, we are free. We are free. We've been delivered 
from the law of sin and death. None of those things has power over us, right? We are now children of God. Children of God. New creature. Hallelujah. We are new creature, born of the Spirit of God. We are new creation. A, cre a creature, a, a God kind of creature. A God kind of creature. A creature has, that has never been created. A creation that has never been created. Not even the first Adam. We are of the last Adam. Our identity is in Christ Jesus. The last Adam. Glory to Jesus. The last Adam. It says, if anyone is in Christ... He is a new creature. All the things has passed away. Behold. Behold. See. See the new has come. The new has come. See the new has come. You are a child of God. Alright. Like I said earlier. I, 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 I moved from some, something that you know the Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit. Of course it is a scripture that I know. Where, which is, you know, he, he, he reminded me of the scripture where it says, They that dwell in Zion shall not say, I am sick. Hmm. They that dwell in Zion shall not say, I am sick. La broschende kaskuti. Our nature, we cannot say, we are sick. Because our nature cannot be sick. We have the nature of Christ. If Jesus cannot get sick, you and I cannot get sick. Again, when we are speaking of sickness, we are speaking of the new Jesus, the one who rose from the dead. The life, the life that conquered death. If Jesus Christ He said, they that dwell in Zion shall not say, I am sick. Just like I said earlier, the other scripture where it says, it says, you know, by stripes we were healed. Ye were healed. By stripes ye were healed. That was before Christianity. That was before Christianity for the Jewish, the people of God. But the new creations, it says, this is a greater, great, again, not to say that even a Christian, if they use that scripture, they will not get healed. They will get healed because it is the word of God for every child of God. The Jewish people are the people of God. They, they, they had covenant with the father, you know, they had covenant through Abraham. So they are the seed of Abraham. They are people of God. You know, God treats them as his children. You know, they have a relationship with God. But there's more greater. You know, greater. Greater truth for those who are in Christ Jesus. Not to say if you're, if you're a child of God, if you're a Christian, you will not use that scripture. No, you can use it. You can use it. But that's... That's how we say, a lesser light, there is a greater light. Greater light where? 
You stand as a child of God, as a new creature. Your identity is in Christ Jesus. As a new creature. It says they that dwell in Zion because we are of Zion. Alright? We are of Zion. They that dwell in Zion shall not say, I am sick. We cannot say, I am sick. Glory to Jesus. That's the greater truth. So anything that's not, I cannot say I am sick, period. They that dwell in Zion shall not say, I am sick. You stand on that word, you are what? Applying, or should I say, appropriating your identity in Christ Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Going back to where I was reading, I, I think I quoted this one, it says, which was Romans, Romans 8, 1 to 2, and it says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ to Jesus. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ to Jesus. Because through Christ to Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set us free from the law of sin and death. You know, as children of God, again, Christians, when Jesus Christ died on a cross, He carried everything on the cross for you, for you and I. When He descended in hell, and made spectacle of the devil and his demon took the key over of hell and death. he rose again he rose again and the holy spirit descended and filled because even those decide his disciple they were not preaching they were not preaching until when the holy spirit they were not preaching until the Holy Spirit had to what? Come and feel them. Until the Holy Spirit had to come and feel them. And then the ministry of the Holy Spirit began. And you and I, my brother, Ashita, hallelujah, the ministry of our Lord, our Father, the incorruptible seed, the Holy Spirit, that's when his ministry began. You know, when Jesus Christ, that's when his ministry began. Remember when Jesus Christ was saying, I was doing I'm, I'm, I do what my father tells me to do. And you and I can say, mm, I do what my father tells me to do. Because he lives in you and I now. As he lived in Jesus. When he began his ministry. Now, the Holy Spirit has a ministry here on earth. 
in you and I. We establish the kingdom of the Father by the power that is given to us through the Holy Spirit. Glory to Jesus. What a life we have. We've been made alive. The spirit of life is in us. The, minute, the Holy Spirit has a ministry right now. And his ministry is in us. And he is ministering through us on the earth. Establishing the kingdom of heaven on the earth through you and I. He is ministering in us. And he gave us the ministry to, because we are one with him. As a child of God, you have a ministry. Because the Holy Spirit is in you. We all are called to serve the Father. To train one another. To train in those that he's given us. You know, again, it grows. It may be yours, maybe. You are set up to help. Set up the light for a ministry that has been established. You can be a helper to a ministry that has already been established until you graduate from there where God will begin to set you up based on what he's called you to do. Based on what he's called you to do. There are times when you work in the church for a couple of years, for years until he sends you probably to start your own or whatever it is that he tells you. Yeah, it may be to start your own. It may be in a, in a business. It may be in the this, it may whatever. You know, God will set you up. You may, you may be working in a ministry. He tells you to begin to support another ministry here that he is opening. Or it may be a church. It may be a non-profit organization. It may be, you are already serving. You may not look at it as a ministry, but it is. Just like I remember, I told you years ago, I was preaching but I didn't know I was preaching. I was serving, encouraging youth, encouraging young girls, not knowing I was actually ministering because I didn't have the knowledge. Until one pastor told me, was, was also actually, not until one pastor told me, that pastor called it a ministry, then, I, and then it came to my knowledge, wait, what? So this is a ministry? And at that time, I didn't even, I still did not grasp it. Until when it was born, it actually was born in a place of prayer. You know, those things was just it was just a, it was just an indication of what I was called because I had a passion for it. You know, I had a passion to sing. I had a passion to preach. You know, I had a passion for many things as far as speaking is concerned. You know, speak about God here and there. Until when I started hearing, actually, the Holy Spirit tell me, "Go do it." I'm like, "Huh? Go do it." I didn't know anything about ministry. What ministry? What? The first time I heard the word ministry, I was like, wait, so this is a ministry? So, and I've been doing it for years. You know, so, I don't know who I'm speaking to, but you may look at what you are doing and you may look at it as, as if it's lightly, not knowing God is using you. You know, maybe you are supporting a ministry. 
maybe God has placed in your heart to support this ministry financially or to support them with your time or to support them with your prayer. You may think you are just doing it because not knowing that's actually something you are called to do. You, you find yourself praying for interceding for something. God is putting it in your and not knowing it. It is a ministry God has given you to do. It is a ministry. I found myself for two years praying for this nation. As if, as if I don't even know why. Of course I know why. Because God told me to do so. Placed it in my heart. You know. But. That time God calls you to do things. We are children of God. The Holy Spirit is in us. At least for a Christian. If you're a Christian, you have a purpose. You know, you, you find some Christian are like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know. No, no, no. You do have a purpose because the Holy Spirit lives in you. Begin to talk to Him. Begin to pray. He will lead you. It may not be as a soul clear. Just trust Him. He puts desires in your heart because the Word of God says He inspires us to do. The Holy Spirit inspires us to do. He gives us the power and the what? The desire to do. So, I hope today's message blessed you, my brother and my sister. I, at least I was blessed myself here because I was reminded of many things that I, that I love, at least as far as the Word of God is concerned. So, my spirit is blessed right now. And I trust God you were blessed as well. The Father used this message to bless you, to strengthen you, to instruct you, to lead you, guide you, you know, you know, and give you assurance on certain things you may have been asking yourself. I'm like, Daddy, are you asking me to do this? Are you really? Probably you have some assurance today, you know, that I'm leading you to do this. I'm leading you to do this. I'm leading you to support this. I'm leading you to help this. You know, that's him showing you that's part of your ministry because your smallest the smallest obedience he he gives you another assignment you know when you obey that small assignment that he gives you he will give you another one he may give you assignment to pray for this he may give you assignment to do this that was small one if you take it if you don't take it lightly you you say oh i, I know it's, it is the father i'm gonna do it irrespective of what happens i'm gonna do it he will see your heart you graduate from there we tell him, tell you another one. You graduate from there. He will give you another one. Maybe you may have that little thing in your heart that you've always wanted to do in your heart. So not knowing he gave you actually that what? That desire. But also he will begin to give you some assignment to see if you can you can do you can obey that big desire that you are you're wanting to do. Because it is it, it, it's a responsibility. You know. So I trust you were blessed by today's message. And, uh, and now we're going to go ahead and move into our next segment, which is for offering. And for offering, please go ahead and just use our website, which is www.christglobalgospel.com. It is on your screen. And I'll ha also have it on the, on, on the description box below if you are listening on a podcast or anything like that in order for you to just copy it and go to it right away. But again, it is www.christglobalgospel.com. And you can use that website to support our ministry so we can take the gospel of Jesus Christ all over the world. For he said to us, go and make disciples in all nations of the world. Hallelujah. And when you give, my brother and sister, God will also reward you in, in, in his own way. In his own way, my brother and sister, with his favor. 
all right you know there are times when you know god has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly in heavenly places in christ jesus not only that all things that pertains to life and godliness has been given to us so all things belong to us you know but there's this there's this thing when you are when you are supporting the work of god you are you are you are you are you are tapping into certain grace again not to say that you are doing this so you can be blessed no because god has already blessed you the word of god says he's blessed you know his divine power has given us all things that pertains to life and godliness through the knowledge of him was called us by his own glory and goodness not only that there are also times when he actually gives you an assignment to be a blessing to whatever he is doing after you've done that he will do whatever he's supposed to do for whatever you know after you've done what he, he asked you to do does that make sense you know there are certain things where you know, even 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 my calling you know god planned called me to do this but there was also my part where i had to come to agreement with it does that make sense so i had to come into agreement to it in order to experience other things that he has for me in order to experience other blessings that he has for me so the fact that I'm saying all things that pertains to life and godliness has been given to us, that doesn't mean that we don't have a part to play as far as bringing those things to pass. We have a part to play. So it is very important to just, you know, allow him to lead us and guide us and help us. You know, because even giving is a ministry. Yes, it is. It is actually a ministry. You know, I'm reminded of, of, a, of a rich, 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 uh, a rich man or woman. Peter ministered ministered to you know if, if you if you study him you will see there was there was something that he brought to himself after you know because he because of his heart God sees our heart you know so but again it's just allowing yourself to be used by God that's all all right and uh, and most of it I normally want to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to to your heart anyone if you are giving you know i want the holy spirit to minister to you you know i can sit here and speak day and night if it is not from the holy spirit you will not do it and i wouldn't want you to do it if it's not the holy spirit leading you all right thank you again so much for giving my brother's message i'm gonna go ahead and pray for you father in the name of jesus christ i thank you for each soul that you've sent to give to this ministry Father, i thank you king of glory i honor you and i adore you king of glory just like Paul said, and I, I sit for them as well, Father God, that you will bless them. You will bless them, Father, where they will not have room to overflowing. And Lord, I pray that you would touch them in that special place. It may be something that money can never buy. It may be something that they need you the most. It may be a child. It may be a health. It may be whatever that they need you in. Lord, I pray that you will touch them. You will favor them. You will favor them. Maybe if it was something that you meant to answer them in five years, but because of that favor, it will be in one month. That's, how you, that's what your favor does, Lord. I thank you for your grace. I honor you and I adore you because you are good. In Jesus' Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you again so much, my brother and my sister, for, for, for supporting this ministry. May God bless you tremendously. All right. And if you're watching us, you have yet to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You've been listening 
to some of the teachings we've been, you know, some of the things we've been speaking here about whom we've become in Christ Jesus, you know, the life we have in Christ Jesus. And you say, I want to know this Christ. I want to have a relationship with Him. I want to experience Him. I want to receive this love that you guys have been speaking of. It's very easy. Because the Word of God says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and you believe that He died and God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. You will receive eternal life. You will receive the gift of righteousness that we've been speaking of. So just go ahead and say this prayer with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come before you today. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that He died and God raised Him from the dead. And I believe that He is returning back. Today, I give my life to you, Father. I give my life to Jesus. I confess Him as my Lord and Savior. I receive salvation. I receive eternal life. I am born again in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. If you said that prayer, my brothers and my sister, welcome to the family. Welcome to Zion. You are now a child of God. Angels in heaven are celebrating you because you are now born of Christ, born of incorruptible seed. seed. Satan and his demon, they no longer have power nor right over you. You are now a child of the Most High God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So please, don't forget to get in touch with us so we can send you some material that will help you to grow in your Christian life, that will help you to, to strengthen you, to become whom Christ has made you in Christ Jesus. Because right now you are, you are still a baby, you know. So you need to feed in order to grow and mature and be everything that God has called you to be. Glory to God. So we'll, we'll hope to hear from you soon. And again, thank you all so much for joining us today. And I will see you all next week. Until then, have a blessed one. Again, this is Pastor Esther Virongi. Bye. Welcome to Christ Global Gospel Television Network. Christ in me, the hope of glory. We walk by faith, not by sight. Supernatural Gospel of Jesus Christ. Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship with God. The light is the word of God. There is no turning back for the Egyptians that we see. You become one with Jesus Christ. Your, your, your agenda, your purpose in this life and now is to fulfill, to fulfill the will of God, to fulfill the plans of God on the earth. You are the ambassador of Christ Jesus. You are a soldier of Christ Jesus. Now you've got to stand up, my brother. You've got to stand up, my brother and my sister. Stand up for Jesus Christ. Stand up and become who God has called you to be in this life. Don't waste your life for nothing because, my brother and my sister, there is a reward for you in heaven. There is a reward for all of us when you step into your calling. Allowing Jesus Christ to use you from for His glory on earth because the day you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, not only did you receive the just eternal life, not only did you receive divinity at work in you, not only the Holy Spirit came to live in you, but you became a soldier of Christ Jesus, a child of God. 
Now you represented the kingdom of God on earth. Your victory is in the word of God. When you speak that word, it is that is when you speak the word of God concerning your life, it is you coming into agreement with that which God has said about you.